Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, we didn't win. Shocked. I was shocked. I was shocked. Were you? Yes. <laughs> I was. Jen. You were as well. Yeah, I was. I was pretty hacked off. Well. I feel like we should have. Um, I feel like we gave it our all. <laughs> I feel like we did everything that was within our control. We did, but we still didn't win. What more can we do? Have a bigger audience. Be better. <laughs> like, that would be <laughs> better. Be less disgusting no 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 have mass appeal did you (laughs) yeah did you have any uh, speech prepared yes yeah i was gonna everyone do their proposed speech no Um, i was gonna push you in front i thought that we were we were gonna push you in front because you were definitely (laughs) the most like likely person able to to be in the moment yeah Yeah. and would say the nicest things probably what i was gonna go with was that we we're um, amazed and delighted with our win. Um, we're head and shoulders above the rest. Nice. But we did think that the fact that we have become uh, synonymous with butter poo might hurt our chances. So we're pleased that people overcame that to vote for us as the rightful winners of this category. And sadly... That was me just off the cuff there. That would have been even better with the adrenaline pumping in that room. Yeah, there was a lot of adrenaline. Uh, I was just going to say thanks so much for the win and the tan is bare by Vogue because I wanted her to be represented on stage and we snatched this from her. But like, sure, they didn't win either. They didn't win either, which was, you know, that was really sad. Look, Georgie is is the rightful winner. She is the queen of podcasts. I mean, I'm impartial. I love everybody equally. I'm just glad we beat. Uh, you know, it was a, we had a really good crack table. Uh, and this is people who are listening to this who weren't there. Don't give a Couldn't shit. Couldn't care less. Like they don't, Could they don't care. Because uh, there's so much fucking content out there from people who are at these awards on Saturday. Like yeah. all of Instagram was just. I was looking for here. us in the background. We didn't feature. 
Do you know what? And actually, even people at our table put up pictures where we weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> they timed that well. Like really well. You made it in. You made it into a compilation of like you got our in, table yeah. pictures and Emma Doran saying, oh, I was like, no, we both go did. on, we, Emma. No, we, we, no, no, we did. We did. I swear to God. We did. We were in. Listen, whatever. It doesn't matter. Here's what I was thinking on the way home, though. I was like, we should do Tall Tales Awards evening. How about That's that? right. Yeah, and Georgie would still win. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> listen if you're listening to this there's a good chance you enjoy us and you like us or if this is your first time let's do a little intro i'm cassie delaney i'm jen o'dwyer thank you uh, <laughs> and i'm sophie white thank Where's you for listening welcome to the creep dive quick shout out to katie for thanking for me to thank for sending in the elephants on acid book and other bizarre experiments i'll be reading this and then Giving it back to you by way of topics on the podcast. Lovely. That's exactly how I like to consume my books. Can't wait. I'll did create she send this tiny audio. handbook? I, was I do believe yeah. she, she I did. mean, it's truly wonderful. Stop looking at the camera, you. I'm trying to see if the camera is capturing the... It is. Amelia says it is. So it is. Okay. So lads, creep of the week. Oh, Travis Scott. Oh my God. I, uh, like, that's too disturbing to talk about, is it not? Well, yeah, but is he like, the NFL player? No, no, he is a rapper married to Kylie or having babies with Kylie Kardashian. Yeah, Jenner. Ha- Jenner had a big concert. Eight people died. But you know who didn't stop? Travis. Travis. Right. He was on the stage doing his rapperoons, and then he saw and Joe was up there as well. Who? Good man of rap, Drake. Who everyone's Drake. supposed to love. What? was up there on stage too. Why? Why? So Did hang on, it was a crush. It was, it was a, a crush. Horrendous. But like people were climbing up to the stage being like, stop the concert. Yeah. Stop people playing. Are dying, people are dying. Trampled. There oh are people God. down here dying. And there's a word for it. I can't remember the word, but when uh, crowds kind of take over and uh, the people in the front were TikToking away, I was watching them all last night and they were saying like their feet were lifted off the ground. They couldn't gain purchase. They were just being moved by the oh crowd. Yeah. Oh my God. And if you slipped down, down. you yeah. couldn't get back up. You were completely trapped, like really trampled. Like, yeah. Because and no one could get to you because you were, it was like, I don't know. But the whole, like, the whole thing like, was an absolute shit show. Like the medics were arriving ill-equipped to deal with people. Like they couldn't get people out of the crowd and no point they just stop the gig. They he just was, didn't. Told. They just refused to stop. In minutes in, he was told. There was an ambulance in the crowd trying to get to the people. And it he was like not facilitating it getting to the people. Yeah. He was like pointing and laughing. And then some woman's There's body videos of was him. carried out. There's a video of him performing, looking down at a guy who's been taken away in a stretcher. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He maybe didn't realize the man was dead. Not good. But enough, like he should have stopped it. But there was also like there was another video of earlier on. That a lot of people swarmed into the arena, broke down barriers. So they should have stopped, like thousands of people who were like trying to get in. But they should have been like, there's too many fucking people here. Jesus. This is not going to be safe. Hell zone. And do you think he had an earpiece or anything where somebody was going, yes, this is what happening? There's videos of people telling him. There's videos of people getting up. There's, a, there's saying, two. Like, there's people dying here. A guy and a girl Fuck. like b- broke out of the crowd, climbed up a ladder and got up to the cameraman. And they were like, there are people being trampled on dying there like please stop the gig just stop it and they're like hysterically shouting for it to stop he didn't he played for an extra hour oh my god and like kylie jenner's fucking videos of an ambulance going through the crowd at no point was someone like there's a there's a full-scale ambulance drawing through driving through, through into he, a mosh pit and there oh my god it's an absolute hell zone a child died 
Oh my god! Yeah. Very. Oh, all the deaths are fourteen to twenty-seven. Oh my god! Yeah, it's horrendous. Oh my god! Now we'll see what happens next. No doubt, nothing will happen. Do you know that? Well, they're being sued. He said he'd be like paying the. Said he'll pay for the funeral costs. Oh, and there's two. I think there's a couple. There, the first two lawsuits were each for a million of people who were there, and then they were like, "We'll refund everyone." It's like what? That is really no. Oh my god. Want something a bit lighter? Also a funeral cost. Always. <laughs> yeah, pathetic and terrifying. Like no matter how carb heavy that buffet is, you're not going to get more than a few grand out of that no. guy. No, no, no. Solid gold that. coffin? No, he's a bad man, I think. Jesus. A real moronic lunatic. I mean, anyway, I'm glad he didn't eat people. But he did not eat anyone. hell, he more bad. or less stood by while people were dying. He manslaughtered people, essentially. Well, yeah. we'll soon find out what, what actually happens, whether he will be held accountable. Like, the, the difference will be whether he did know, although we could see that he was being informed, whether he did kind of... Whether he was being told to continue. Yeah. But also, you have to override that stuff. You can't just be like, I was told... Therefore I did it Unquestioning Oh there's plenty of times When people stop gigs And they're oh, like yeah. Can we just get Make sure that person's okay Or like yeah, What's going on I always here? remember Smashing Pumpkins Do you remember that? Back It, it might have been a bit early For even you Cass <laughs> Cass might have been oh, In Montessori Possibly I mm. kind of remember it Because I think my dad Was at the gig But a girl died At a gig In oh, point, the point God But as far as I remember The Like Billy Corgan The lead singer Kind of kept stopping I could yeah. see that the medics Were trying to assist Well no he just kept stopping And asking the crowd To kind of chill Back out off. Yeah Yeah And But I don't think they knew Until after That somebody had been oh, Wait for this though a, a, a girl I don't know What state she was in Or whether she lived or died But she was being um, Gurneyed up Out of the crowd And Travis started this Robotic Making fun of her Sort of what? Moment This demented Oh yeah. yeah Like It's very very bad very oh my god horrendous horrendous so i guess that'll all unfold before our very eyes but if you like some of the stuff is pretty horrific to watch so i I mean like he incited it though like that's the thing because there was other videos emerging of like gigs he was at previously where someone he was like crowd surfing and someone tried to steal his shoe and he stopped it and he starts like chanting fuck him up fuck him up and like getting people to turn on him and like beat the shit out of him so like he definitely incited and before the gig he was tweeting about like getting the wild ones in and like let's get rowdy and like he it's the nature of what he was promoting like mm. bad news guys fucking grim okay quick well we cut that whole bit i mean god damn it i don't know no we can't edit the misery it exists. it exists It coexists with the non-misery Please enter yeah. Jen Enter Giles Corrin Ever heard of him? Writer A British man You definitely would recognise him from a photograph mm-hmm. Writes an article Men are write-offs when it comes to novels He's oh, yeah, 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 okay? yeah. So here's what he's kind of saying Here's the header. If you, I know who he's married to. I've just realised. I follow his wife on Instagram. What the fuck is well, her she name? Should Keep be going. Mortified. The two of them do this, right? They're oh, both this, is this person. Yeah. Okay. okay. Go. Unless you're Richard Osman or Robert Galbraith, who's really a woman anyway, it's clear writing is no job for a man. Okay. Even my own 2005 novel, Winkler, was no sooner in print than winning the Bad Sex Award. 
three <laughs> years of effort, some perfectly decent words in roughly the right order, and all I got was a load of raspberries blown by a room full of plummy virgins who only came for the free suave and strippers. A sauve? What's that, guys? Anyway, suave. Suave. Scorn. No, it's probably uh, so like Sauvignon Blanc or something. Maybe. Uh, scorn and mockery boys scorn and mockery that's all there is in a novelist's life okay so the, <laughs> really I gotta admire the confidence of Huge. him being like I can stand over the work I've produced okay but then you read then you read a segment by Winkler in all seriousness written by this guy Giles stop reading it I'll read it okay, sorry I'm not reading I'm reading and one solid sentence are you ready is Winkler the name of the book Oh, I was going to say like the name of the protagonist, Penis, or something like that. Winkler is a great a pet name for a penis. Little Winkler. Yeah. Okay, here we go, Soaps. Are you ready? Buckle in. Yes. And he came hard into her mouth and his dick jumped around and rattled on her teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he blacked out and she took his dick out of her mouth and lifted herself uh, from his face and wiped the pillow away and he gasped and glugged at the air and then came again so hard that his dick wrenched out of her hand and shot and a shot of it hit him straight in the eye oh stingy and stung like nothing he had ever had in there and he yelled with pain but the yell could have been anything and she grabbed at his dick which was both leaping around like a shower dropped in an empty bath she scratched his back deeply with the nails of both hands and he shot three more times in thick stripes on her chest like sorrow <laughs> one like sentence sorrow. one sentence oh right? my god you need to fucking full stop in there also written like a man who's never met a dick or a woman well absolutely right. like bopping around the bed I do think that image of a shower head bopping Shh. around an empty bath is particularly poignant <laughs> like it was not something I would would have thought a dick could do but like <laughs> maybe an elephant trunk or something <laughs> It and is. at the beginning when he started with he came hard into her mouth I was like mm, yeah pretty sure into he this comes, he comes Until seven times in 90 rattling. seconds wait that for this is. tweet from uh, Kirstie's segment for the people asking the very good questions about what his editors were thinking letting this book go out like this uh, slides across the table this is absolute di- sorry she, she writes you know when they do that thing where it's describing an action (laughs) (laughs) slides across the table this absolutely terrifying email uh, which Giles 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 sent to his sub-editors at the times when they removed a single word from one of his columns read he I don't really like people tinkering with my copy for the sake of tinkering I do not enjoy the suggestion that you have a better ear or eye for how I want my words to be read than I do Owen, we discussed your turning around three of my long sentences into six short ones in a single piece (laughs) and how that wasn't going to happen anymore. So I'm really hoping it wasn't you that fucked up my review on Saturday. One sentence again. I mean, in the name (laughs) of God. Sophie, how is this person a writer? Why is this It's got to be connections. It's got to be something. It's got to be power or money or something. Because it's not. Is he married to you? Is Is that relevant, maybe? She is also a columnist, um, but I, I'm so, I can't remember. I just remember her being totally unbearable on Instagram as well. Actually, just a quick Google of Giles Corin wife might throw it up. Let's, let's have a look. Have Google, a look. Google, Googling. 
Wow. Wow. Google's Computer broke. is not into it. Esther Walker, that's it. Um, Never heard of him. So, look, those people exist. And isn't that terrible? Horrendous. Um, horrendous. So he has to be one of Writing the Writing sex two. is yeah. really hard. But I'm not defending him. But genuinely very difficult. Hard like the way his dick was immediately when he put it in her mouth. Or like <laughs> hard as in it's hard to break up sentences. Oh my God, the sentences. So good. I want more of that book. I will be honest. I feel like a reading of it would be great. I like his description personally of the plummy virgins more than anything else. Like that's the book I would read. Calling someone a virgin is very satisfying. Frigid. I think we should do that again. Frigid is good. Yeah. Does that have some some terrible? Probably. I don't think we, we should be slagging people. Anyway, it's just in general. Okay, fine. Be nice. Except Giles. Let's slag him. He's clearly a virgin. This is so annoying. I'm trying to find... So writing sex scenes, very hard, okay? Very hard. Are you trying hard. to write, read one you wrote yourself? I'm, I'm trying to find... I don't think I can cope with that. There was a time when <laughs> I had to send... So like after the fact, after the draft had been all sent through and everything, I just send this like one isolated sex scene to be added into the draft. And I had to send it to the sub-editor just like completely on own and be like, hey, um, that must be this weird. is just the sex scene that I need to send you. And I just thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny to find it right now? But I cannot. Computer says no. I know. Devastating. Um, but yeah, I'm just, yeah, it's sad. I feel like, uh, yeah. Do you want to hear another random thing? I'd always. <laughs> this is just a good post that I came across last night. Here we go from Lucky Dan. I've been a long time user of Burt's Bees products. This is a text. This is a text from Dan. I especially love the lip balm. It's natural and safe with a bunch of, without a bunch of garbage in it. That being said, the story I'm going to tell you is true and totally unexpected. First line of the story. I have miniature chickens. <laughs> what the fuck are they? One fellow in particular <laughs> has had a late start in life discovering what his girl companions are for. He suddenly realized what it was all about and has been very active in his endeavors. Oh no, he's been coming hard. The problem is, <laughs> as with all teenage boys, he knows nothing about moderation. The girls don't care about the frequency of the act. But Tyson, as his name, has chapped his little boy bits from going at it so much. I had to think quick and whipped out a tube of Burt's Bees. All organic, natural lip balm. Hang on, mm. chapped his little bits. Bird lips. I will tell you I more about how little tiny birds later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I put a generous application on his little pucker, and at first <laughs> he was not happy, but I guess it soothed his pain because he settled down almost immediately. I put a red label on the tube saying Tyson's Pucker Balm to make sure no one uses it on themselves by accident. After a few minutes, he toddled off, rejoined his ladies. A few more rolls in the hay, he came back to me. Play, he paced and chuckled and got real vocal with me like he wanted me to do something. So I looked at his bum and he'd worn off the bam. He's <laughs> using it as so he's I, using it as lube. So I put this crash application. This man is lubing and up a chicken. His own chicken. It's a miniature one. It's it would be. But I is it know. not just a small chicken? 
I think so. I must I haven't researched that section of this. Anyway, but I put a fresh application on again and off we went to find the girls. Now it's become a thing I must do. He starts to get sore and he comes to his mommy for treatment and this is what I'm reduced to. I never knew I'd spend my golden years applying lip balm to a tiny rooster butthole uh, at the request of the tiny rooster. I thank you for such a wonderful product. Even if it gotten used for unintentional uh, use, my little Tyson thanks you as well. He endorses the Birth Spree product line and will be telling other roosters about it. So now I hear you ask, how do chickens have sex? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, yes. Let me know. Do they just back onto the fingers of their owners coated <laughs> in birds' bees? Right. Uh, <laughs> now, hang on a second. Let me get how sex how do, how do sex how do chickens. sex chickens? <laughs> now, hold on. How do you? But I remember googling this mate diagram. Let's go with this. Oh. Okay. So the thing about they don't have a dick per se. I, can I request that you do this in just one really long Giles Corrin sentence? Okay, hang on. Came hard. Okay. And slashed her with the mark of Zorro. <laughs> so <laughs> you, remember, you might remember when we were talking about the cranes. Did I mention oh, yeah. a thing called a cloaca? A C-L-O-A-C-A. How would you say that? Cloaca? Cloaca, maybe. Yeah. Right? So it's like a vent, effectively. So, okay, the rooster mounts the female, usually grabs the top of her head near her comb. <laughs> he then stands on her back and lowers his, not penis, cloaca. The hen, meanwhile, inverts her vent and the chickens touch cloaca. A cloaca so kiss. She's like, she turns herself mm, inside out. And he's like, and where's his penis in all of this? Not no penis. No penis, Sos. Okay. He has this, so it's like. I'm going to uh, need, I know I don't want to Google this, but I do need more mechanical chat. I need a visual. You no, need a visual. I feel like no, no reality could match the tasty visual of chicken fucking I have in my head right now. I am picturing like a flared. Yeah. Like I think a flange right, so. lip. Yes, exactly. That's her turning herself inside out and him lowering his unflanged lips to kiss it. Wow. <laughs> very alluring. A very alluring thing. So there you go. The more you know. So he's getting this that. Is, okay. That's where the bird's bees is going. It's, uh, I have a little Stunning. video if you'd like to watch. I think I do. Do uh, I? Here we go, guys. Uh, here's the chicken. We're looking at a chicken. We have a kind of a lowering element. Oh, we're dissecting it. We're going down through the chicken now in some kind of video I'm just going to speed it up because uh, wow, it's, it's, very it's fucking gross. Why does it look like the fucking gremlins after they get wet and their back <laughs> starts popping off? I think this is too scientific. Did I, I want yeah. something a little raunchier. Yeah, we I want know. some like erotic video. Someone's going to have like... This, put this video is just called <laughs> Virtual Plus Chicken. Yeah, no, go into Pornhub and put in chicken, chicken run. Views. I'm 100% not doing that. I've already done that. Chicken mating. There, there's a video. All right, here we go. It's just a load of feathers. Uh, female chicken scratches at the ground, indicating her readiness. Uh, male chicken, called a rooster, rooster. Uh, has two now, two two females. Oh, oh she's oh, he's oh. literally on her and he's yeah, shaking he's actually his tail feather. standing on her back. Yeah, doing the head grab kiss thing. Doing the cloak. Well, do you know what? I don't think that is good Cloaca for people kiss. to see. Oh, we've got an Amelia's kind of... Uh, Amelia's got a, a, this is an illustration. An illustration. Does it show the genitals of the chicken? It does. 
Let's have a quick look at that just to be sure. I think we're on the same illustration and it looks like the chicken's foot has gone into the, yeah, doesn't that look like his foot goes oh, into? So it is, something is coming in. It's very hard to know with, with animals that are covered in feathers. I think it's a bird, this is a bird uh, a thing. Other than like, uh, although are ducks birds? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, they've got a huge eight foot And we're dick. talking about chickens like anyway. This, um, this French illustration is quite romantic. Let's have a look at this. Down there. No, it, sounds, it looks to me so. It's like no one's quite sure how chickens have sex. I don't know. And I what think... we're looking at is loads of different uh, artists' impressions <laughs> of how it might be uh, As if the impressionists have done science is what we're looking at here. And You just make it up as you go along. Bing, bang, bosh. It's egg. a full-on Monet, it to is. quote Clueless. You need to gain distance. You do. To actually perceive it. You do. Yeah. Lads, do you know what stuff you should know did this week? No. Nope. Uh, the, the Lorraine and Ed. No way, you're um, friends. Lorraine and Ed Warren. Warren. <laughs> and you did. got in there first. I know. Ha <laughs> ha. I definitely told it worse. Confirmed. Okay, will I give you another creep of the week? Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, this one's good. Autopsy of 98-year-old U.S. Army veteran performed a ticketed public event. Oh, God. Without family knowledge. Recent? Oh, God. Recently. Do you remember they were doing this on Channel 4? Like, just about a month ago. Autopsies. Do you remember autopsies were going on on Channel 4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. That was different. This is very P.T. Barnum. Like you're going to, this going to tickle your weird P.T. Barnum boner. I will definitely. Yeah. I would you're be, going to, I would like to come hard to after come I start hard. this. I will go. rattle inside you. Okay. So like this, right. <laughs> rattling and jumping around <laughs> off your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh God. Like there's actually loads of sex in my new book. And uh, some of it's like really bad sex. And As in like sex that's supposed to be bad. <laughs> But I'd say that's fun to write. It is quite fun to write. But and are you then not just pulling from writing your own... really hot sex feels like genuinely like you're kind of, it's like an attack on your editor. On the reader. On the reader. Yeah. Like the general reading public, fine. Because they're like a kind of swathe of people I never have to look in the eye. But like, Kira, my editor, I just sense that she's like, they're, they're fucking in a forest, Sophie. And I was like, I was alone in a cabin for nine days. And I think that strongly informed this scene. Doggery. Okay, so back to our old pal, David Saunders. Mm. So um, basically, he contracted COVID-19. That's how recent all of this is, okay? And sadly died. Um, and that wasn't even the lowest moment of his life of his journey because after death he was dissected in front of an audience at a hotel oh uh, so, so not for medical purposes in Oregon um, and <laughs> uh, so basically he donated his body to science okay um, and oh yeah so his family heard what happened okay when it was reported on the local news station so they were like huh there's a show in town huh there's lots of like weird stuff going on they're doing a live autopsy in the like i'm gonna guess the marriott um oh wait that's dad what the fuck 
fuck? Yeah. But they knew he died. They knew he died. It's like, <laughs> they did not know what a that way his autopsy it. was being performed as a spectacle for paying guests. Like, the audience paid 500 quid a ticket. Very a respectable amount, though. Well, I was going to say, I'd only shell out 500 if I knew that it was going to be a really small audience and that I was guaranteed to be like 10 foot from the corpse. Or blown away by something inside, like a liver made of teeth. (laughs) And be like, you wouldn't, like an unboxing as you were. Wouldn't that be amazing? Mm. Wouldn't that be good, Soaps? Oh my God. If you could hide things inside and then we could slowly... Oh my God, he must have swallowed this years ago. (laughs) Okay, so he donated his body to medical science, but like presumed it would be for private medical research. Okay? Yeah. So, so far, the details of exactly how this event, um, which is called the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. Okay, now that's really unprofessional. I know, we're getting into very unprofessional realm. Um, Like, so they acquired his body, it seems like not through fucking you know organized channels and it seems that so his body was first given to this las vegas based firm called med labs and then after it left med labs we don't know its trajectory that eventually found him being acquired by the oddities and curiosities expo and so the show the expo travels right goes from state to state does millions or not millions like loads of shows every year And it is such a mixed bag of stuff. Like on the website, you can actually apply to be at it like as a dead person. Well, or live doing your doing your performance. Mm. I was like, oh, my God, this is for us. This is how we could break America. (laughs) Somebody dies. Jen. It's gotta be you. And you do a live autopsy. And we do a live autopsy part of the podcast. Okay, yeah. So other things you can go to taxidermy um events wonderful preserved you can go and look at preserved specimens you can look at art nice you can look at horror halloween inspired pieces you can look at handcrafted oddities no quack medical devices yes i like this one just creepy clothing <laughs> i mean is it if it's not made from people i don't care what is that just this is another one just odd jewelry <laughs> skulls slash bones <laughs> And funeral collectibles. Bones are big fucking business. Human bones. Massive business. Very, very expensive. There's like five or six huge collectors in the state that own unidentified human Human bones. bones, Skulls. And two or three of them, I think, have uh, museums that can go to pay, like ticketed shit that you can Mm. go and do around. But the nefarious ways by which they acquire them. Some states allow you to possess human bones. Bits. bits others don't so they exist in the states that do some of them, the ones that are out and what are they just like unclaimed bones we don't know so one of them i watched this documentary one of them was interviewed he was like you know i just meet a guy i get a number i go somewhere obviously they're on discord or something they have like human and like the what are they doing web. with them they're just displaying them in cabinets like you would a collection like the, of like por- the, porcelain the, we've talked about it the body's Exhibition. Yes, Joe brought this up when I was talking to him the other day. No, you were listening. (laughs) Right. Anyway, so the bodies exhibition. Yes. So, like your man Dan was his name, was it? 
David. David Zimmer, but different. He, those bodies exhibition people, we believe or we know were donated by science, but that comes under this huge umbrella of... Evidently. Yeah, of basically they can kind of do whatever they want to it. Mm. You can't dictate what area of research bits of you end up in. You know, it, you could end up... Do you remember you did this creep dive a while ago and it was the dead bodies... And on the farm observing, observing how they decomp yeah it yeah it was those facts so you could like equally there but at least that I kind of better. would be into it yeah because I do feel like I what don't want I would to be like in like a mass situation oh well you want to be special like David mm. oh interesting I just can't stop thinking about the other guests in the hotel who yeah. didn't realize that like there was a function on they, yeah, yeah. one of the function rooms it was very like that award ceremony there's we were just like, Saturday like there was regular on a people table. there was regular people just at the bar looking at all these fucking head the ball floating around mad looking dresses uh, sad so sad. good a lot of other events that you can uh, go to there's a lot of classes on at this oddities and curiosities expo and like i was like be great to get hands on in an autopsy but sadly that is spectator only but you can Mm. go to a two-headed duckling taxidermy class oh how many of them are born that they could issue them out i don't know but it's pricey 235 quid it is more advanced taxidermy i'd say to have to stuff two heads instead of one but like a dead ducklings are lovely i mean it'd be sad now to, would you want one on your shelf? I would like a two-headed one under a dome. I don't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> Not to be specific. Uh, <laughs> like, no, in the, uh, what do you call those things? There's a word for them? Bell jars. Bell jars. But there's like a word for when they, you remember the... The, the Victorian displays. Exactly. I don't know what they're called. Oh, oh diorama? Yeah. No, well, is it? Maybe. Do you want to hear about the two-headed duckling taxidermy yeah. yeah. class? It's you, hosted by Heather Clark. Did you guys ever in science, we got gypped on this. We do got a, a cow's a eye. But not a frog. I was dying for the frog. Did you ever do? No, that? we got a uh, we got a cow's Worm. heart. Oh, boring. Yeah, the eye was absolutely amazing. Do you remember that so? I don't think I stayed in science long enough. Oh, steady. You cut into it, right? And you cut into the black bit. Pupil. Pupil. The darkest black you've ever seen. No Did well reflection. For you. Wait, Total the whole absorption. Of the cow's eye is black. No. No, you're like cutting through. Oh, fuck. You know, all that shit we learned about the eye in science. Very Cornea? Serious. Yeah, layers. And then you're in the kind no of idea. the watery bit. And then at the back, I'm all wrong. This sounds like you a pickled attention. onion. Did they give you a pickled onion and Perhaps. tell you it was a cow's eye? Perhaps. Okay, so Heather Clark is um, hosted, hosts, hosts the, the class. She says that if you're a total novice or an experienced taxidermist, everyone is welcome to partake. Build your two-headed duckling mount from scratch with hands-on help and comprehensive walkthrough guide. Mm. All of your specimen tools, everything is provided. Just bring yourself and, don't know why this bit's disturbing, your imagination. Oh. <laughs> um, all specimens are sustainably sourced. Oh, there's waiting around for Nothing them to drop dead. Nothing was killed yeah, right. for the sake of the class sure. or the oddities and curios exhibition. Natural causes, me whole. Natural causes. But so yeah, they weren't waiting good. on the two-headed ones. They were taking two and sewing them together. I think that's yeah. it. I think there is basically a few, like a one and a half ducks per student. That's where your imagination comes in, I think. It's brilliantly first year in our college. Absolutely in fact, fascinating. The, of the Victorian times was just first year in our college. Like every state is serviced practically. What is the name of this company? The Oddities and Curiosities. Fascinating. Absolutely amazing. I am intrigued. Let's have a look. What kind of merch do they got? Okay. 
Anybody? No. No. Bringing us on to a further creep. No. I have the creep I teased for you last time. Nice. The Denver Spider-Man. Oh, dying to hear this. Brilliant. Are you ready? I'm ready. For this is a tale of the noise that the call, sorry, is coming from inside the house. My favorite phrase. Love them. Okay, so here we go. Into the story of the Denver Spider-Man and the the tale of a murder that perplexed Denver police for nearly a year. Not that long. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair to the Denver police. There's been people perplexed for longer. I know what you're thinking. Spider-Man. It's not that. (laughs) It's not (laughs) Spider-Man, right? So we're more looking at the movements element of what this guy was at. I, wait, wait, he wasn't what? a guy unleashing loads of spiders no webbing. at people. No, because that, that would be fucking vicious. That'd be horrendous. What an amazing way to terrorize a town. Like you could be like Son of Sam, but instead of going around and just shooting people randomly, you go around with a bag of spiders and just throw them in people's faces. <laughs> this bastard. Do you know, you could even do it Dara, with just like I grew glitter. up with, used to do this, right? So we had this conservatory bit before, you know, the way in some houses we had a house, so you had the front door, then you had this mini porch and you had a slide conservatory door it was a very unusual house setup like when you say you know those houses <laughs> no, i've never wasn't. seen another one like it, it. Was a totally it's like you house. entered through a conservatory <laughs> that it was, was so just... fucking bonkers no no not that house the one before it it was just right anyway so oh they, yeah sorry this, like, the mini porch, sliding glass door yeah okay. a little porch thing that was always freezing cold remember yeah that? and uh anyway you could go, so dara be out like you know teaching you how to do karate or whatever anyway so he'd collect spiders and he would lock you in your own porch and start feeding them through the little <laughs> what um, a fucking sociopath isn't that fucking yes yeah oh genius and where did he end up now prison prison yeah yeah he's dead now sadly anyway here Is we he? go no well i mean if he died between now and when this episode is released he will <laughs> die someday as will all of us dead okay so he's just pre-death at the moment <laughs> yeah gotcha. in that comfortable Best before death. why did it enter your head to tell us he had died i don't know it's easier <laughs> to try and remember where he is i see him occasionally <laughs> again strange anyway here we are spider-man right the thing about this spider-man was anyway let, he liked latex he was a murderer okay Right. The victim's name, lovely man, Philip <laughs> Peter. <laughs> That's confusing. <clears throat> Two first names, I agree. He was a retiree of the Denver and Rio Grande West Rail- Railroad. And he lived his whole life in his lovely home on this place called West Moncrief Place. For over 35 years, he lived there happily married to Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone... <laughs> was happy everyone's it, just a first name in this it story was not normal <laughs> existence everyone was normal, normal yes. they had a life together they had three children they were grown by the time the story was told by me <laughs> <laughs> i don't know when the they've died happened. since they're they're we're all dying let's face it so he was a former railroad railroad employee husband and a father as we've decided <laughs> it's true but wait for this also a musician 
Got you didn't see that coming. And a member of the Denver Guitar Club. Hold that on to your mind, okay. Matt, because we'll be returning to that later. Take a pen and take that a little old mind map. Clock it. Put a little uh, bookmark in that area. It's a tiny So end. him and his wife sometimes were so good. They even gave guitar lessons. Uh, Philip Peter, Peter Philip, was good at the guitar. His wife, Helen, mandolin player. Very good. Less cool, oh, very but similar. more, depending on whether it's six or 12 string, normal or advanced. <laughs> I don't know which, <laughs> I don't know which it was. So the sad thing was, little did Peter Philip know <laughs> that Philip Peter was about to meet his murderer in this very guitar studio that he was teaching. <gasps> That's why we have it in the mind, man. Correct. <laughs> Unpin that pin. We've arrived. One day, a very <laughs> innocuous young gentleman who looked disheveled, but Peter Phillips was not a judgmental <laughs> individual. I said that a number of times. He said, come on in, I'll teach you the guitar. Would you like a mandolin? Helen can give you a whack on that one. So anyway, five weeks they were playing mandolin and guitar together. I don't know whether it was a one-on-one course, but definitely <laughs> Philip Peters and Helen remember this guy because he was a little disheveled. Disheveled. Not that they're judgmental. Just I as actually... a descriptor can't get past when you described him as living in his home for 35 years. Peter Phillips. Uh, so <laughs> people have more than one home. Oh, that's true. This is yeah. the home that he lived in. So for, right, where am I in the story? Here we go. Five weeks of guitar. Five weeks leading up to his murder. He, he was staying in his house. Well, terrible thing happened to Helen, right? She broke her fucking hip. Oh. Now, if you know about breaking <laughs> hips, you'll know. Why don't you do this? <laughs> That you'll know that's a painful and a long process of recovery. Yes. Right? So Peter Phillips. Inconvenient, to say the least. If you know. We're not that old then. <laughs> no, but you might know a person. So This uh, is before they were growing hips on the back of mice as well. It's so a, they were stuck with the old metal hip, they, probably. Mm, <laughs> crunching away, WB40. So Helen was in recovery in the hospital. Philip Peter, Peter Phillips, at home by himself, Barely able to fend for himself, but in a kind way because he's a man. (laughs) (laughs) So the neighbors were all pouring in. Barely able. (laughs) Right. So Helen was in recovering, and the neighbors were like, Come on in. We'll feed you every night. We'll drop you over lasagna if you'd rather stay at home. But for the most part, he was like, I'll come to yours. I won't. Don't really want to be alone at dinner time. Aww. That's a bit sad for me. And he enjoyed the hot, the hot cooked meals and the conversations over dinner with his neighbors. And uh, then they would take the leftovers to his gaff the next day to kid him out for lunch. Oh, so, I mean, it was all a team yeah. effort. Good. October 17th. Oh, not a great day. Not a great day at all. Peter Phillips Dead. or Philip Peters awakens. Peter, Paul and John. Uh, Peter Peter picked a pickled pepper. Pack a pickled peppers. Peter, yeah. Yes. Picked. Yes. Mm. So Peter decided to pick a pickled pepper from his very own refrigerator and got up, said to himself, I'm just going into the kitchen now to get myself my uh, my breakfast and I'll just slowly walk into the kitchen. I'll put my hand on the door here. I'll turn the knob, creak it open. I'll open the door and there's a fucking man hanging out of my fridge. <laughs> Peter Phillips says to himself, what the fuck? Then he says it out loud. And uh, he was shook, right? The interloper grabbed the nearest thing to him. Philip Peters, poker. 
Philip Peter's poker, uh, metal <laughs> poker for the, from the fire. Wait, who has the poker? The interloper. Okay. <laughs> Wait, when you say hanging out of the fridge, in I the think... fridge, just excavating, it, looking into the fridge. Okay, for okay. so he's trying to picturing. find something, and there's a poker right beside the there's fridge. Pic- Peter's pickle poker right Where's here. It? He picks it up, and he sees Peter, and he's like, and Peter's like, "Why are you doing on my fridge?" And wait a minute, I think I recognize. Bang! Uh, no. <laughs> bang again, and many, many bangs later, he was fully dead, pouring with blood on the ground. A uh, number of hours pass, and wouldn't you know it, the neighbours were straight in with the lasagna from last night. Delicious. Ding dong. It's better the second day. It is. Always, it always is. is. Agreed yeah. with that, with the settle and the slight... Mm. Yeah, it's easier to cut. Yeah. So, ding dong, in the bell, fucking no Peter. Looking through the blinds, Jesus, Jacintha, I think I'm seeing something here in the ground. Pool of blood. Break down the door. Peter Phillips, pool of blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Peter, P- Peter picked a pool of pickled. He's pickled in his own pool He's, of blood. He was pickling away. And uh, neighbours, obviously, an absolute disaster, right? They called the police. Ah, but they were probably relieved as well. Well, I think... They had been doing a lot of emotional labour. They had been. Mm. But Jesus, poor old, Imagine who's going to break it to Helen. Oh, Jesus. I mean, Which heart maybe break. Just send a text. Anyway, right, the neighbours were here. The police were called. With that emoji, you know, the kind of Sad really, face that could really be crying, crying laughing. laughing. Yeah, not the like, but the ones where the tears are going yeah, down. Yeah. Now, we're not making light of murder here. No, we, are we, we being glib again? We might we be. We are. Okay. It's a long time ago, right? Back in, back in we are. This is 1941, by the way. So, so I, totally fine. So we're That's in, really really If he wasn't murdered, the war would have got him anyway. So that's exactly right. Yeah. And the text message, absolutely no chance, no of, chance that. of that. Carrier pigeon. Carrier pigeon in. Right. So Peter was fully dead. Police were called. Everyone stepped away. They were police were in. Don't touch anything, lads. We're doing an investigation. And started moving around the house, checking shit out. They got the cleaners in to get rid of Peter. Well, gently move Peter's dead body into a bag and put him in the- <laughs> in a respectful way. And, uh, you know, uh, so uh, mopped up all the shite on the floor. So everyone was like, okay, well, who the fuck did the murder? Policeman, men, <clears throat> maybe women. And the police were like, right, well, we're not sure yet, but we'll keep checking. We'll just keep the checking going and we'll get back to you as soon as we find out who's done the murder. And the neighbours were like, okay, sounds fine. But the police were like, look, we really have literally nothing to go on here. Everybody loved pickled Peter's piping hot peppers. (laughs) And we definitely, no enemies on site, no reason for murder, nothing taken. Mm. Except Peter's life. Except Peter's and was Helen and the pickles okay? from the freeze fridge. Helen was a widow now mm. and returned to hospital. A widow from hospital that that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe they acted it out in charades. Maybe well, look her- if you ever have to give me bad news. Charades. Charades. Just draw it out for as long <laughs> as humanly possible. Like Peter's Pe- Helen. Helen had a best mate, Sophie. Let's call her. So he's like, Helen, I got you, girl. I am with you now. <laughs> Me and you are taking this on. I'm moving in. I'm helping you. Got you got this, Helen. You and goodbye and you cheerio. You're fine. So no, she moved in with Helen. I got and you the pair of them spincered around. Framed picture of live, laugh, love. You <laughs> got And a cursive this. font. She didn't. She did got it. And they were in the months following poor Peter Pickle Peeper, Peter's death. She, okay, Sophie and Helen now living in the house. 
You remember the place, West Moncrief Place? <sighs> Strange happenings began to occur. The kind of thing you might call Ed and Lorraine about. Oh. oh. Movement of shit. Smells of shit. Cool and warmth of shit. <laughs> and when things, you say movement of shit. Movement of stuff, stuff around the house. Around. Okay. Things move from one corner to another. Okay. I, things okay. vanishing in okay. the house. The smell. It was a permeating smell in the house too. And they were like, yeah, kind okay. of. It wasn't pleasant. And they were like, what is going on here? What is happening? Right. And Sophie and Helen were like, oh, okay, this is freaking everyone out a little bit. Uh, Sophie decided, classically, this is a haunting. And we have got to get out of here. That's Helen awesome. was like, okay, look, I'm going to leave. We'll leave. They left together. And, but Helen wasn't gone. She decided, I'm, can be, I'll be fine. I'm fine alone. I'm going to go back in. And the strange sounds and disgusting smells continued. But they were ringing the police constantly. Mm. They were like, we've heard bangs in the gaff. Something's happening. The police were there all the time. They're like, Helen and Sophie, lads, you really got to pull it together here. I know the widow situation. It must be very hard, but can you stop calling the police? Every oh night? my God. So Is this guy living in our walls or something? Wait till you hear it. So the police were like, okay, fine, right. Let's The two of you get out of here. We're going to do a stakeout in your gaff. So the year was 1942. It was a year after Pickle, uh, Peter Pickled. And it was July. And the Denver police decided to station two detectives, Roy and Bill, outside the house to keep surveillance. Mm. Instead of just waiting for a, for a fucking phone call as they were consistently every night. The vigilance paid off, right? When Roy and Bill spotted a man inside the house. <gasps> Right through the little net curtains in the kitchen. They burst in the front door, ran around, guns held. Nobody was there. What? They were like, what the fuck is going on? Then they heard a noise upstairs, bolted it up. And right as they opened the bedroom door, the closet door shut. Oh. They were like, holy shit balls, Bill. Somebody's in the closet. Let's go check it out. So they were like, okay, let's go. Went over to the closet, burst the closet doors open, legs hanging from the ceiling. No. Wow. They were like, oh dear Jesus, there's a man that has been living. Anyway, they got him. They got the Denver Spider-Man. They grabbed him, pulled him down and uh, got him on the ground. They caught the man, right? He was arrested, taken downtown. He confessed to his crime and told his story. His name was Theodore Coney's. Born in Illinois in the 1880s, came to Denver in 1910 where he remained. He was kind of terrible health, like terrible chest. So he was like in his 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Not great health. And that sort of led to him not being able to hold down a job. And it was also the Great Depression. And things were terrible. And he was just like, I can't get, I just can't get a landing here anywhere. Couldn't catch a break. You couldn't catch a break, right? At some point then, he discovered the guitar lessons. Yeah. And started sort of scoping out Peter and Helen. And he was like, these guys are pretty kind. They're really nice to me. Yeah. And he was like, okay, I am going to try to maybe ask them for money and something to eat. Uh, but it was, this was when Helen went to hospital. And Peters was uh, keeping her company at the first stage of her hospital rehab. He was in there. <coughs> so uh, Theodore the arrived empty. to the gaff and the gaff was empty. So he was like, I've got to get in here. I'm so hungry. 
and he got in, broke in, stole food. A few days later, came back hoping they'd be there to try and sort of legitimately mm, get yeah. the food. But he was on his knees again. No one was home. Straight in he went. So Theodore insisted to police that beating Peters to death had been a split second decision. And after he killed Peters, he sought refuge in the attic. So he was up in this tiny crawl space and he'd made himself a nest, as you do. And he'd been collecting his waist uh, like kind of folding it into newspaper bundles and things uh, and pissing into jars and things as best he could. Uh, no bathing. And the stench was so bad. The officers were vomiting going up. Oh and, God. Uh, after recovery. So he was like, look, anyway, Theodore was a sad case, but he did beat Peters to death, which wasn't ideal. No, not great. So no matter how hungry you are, it would be important to try not to do that. Absolutely. Just stick to thieving. Welcome to Advice Corner. Yes. Jen's he was Advice charred. Corner. He was called the Denver Spider because in the newspapers, they interviewed the two policemen that found him. Mm-hmm. And one of the quotes was, a man would have to be a spider to stand it up there, to stand it long up there. Oh. Yeah, I know. He was convicted of murder uh, by a jury sentenced to life in prison in 1942. And he was sent to state penitentiary, remained until his death at the age of 84, buried in a nearby, in a nearby cemetery. And that's the story. His situation improved. It fucking did so. Like two meals, three square meals, presuming he had an okay And a bit more space. A much more surrounded by his own excrement. Not bad. I mean. I know. Bad for Peter. Bad for Peter. And Helen. But like, could you continue to live in the house? After that? Yeah, would you, I I don't know. I feel like you'd still hear phantom shit. I'd convert the attic for sure. You'd say again? Convert Convert the the attic. attic. Skylights. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely hollowed it out already. Yes. Sticking your head up into the attic is one of the most unpleasant activities ever. Do you know? Yeah. Do you think, do you think it's like... Like we yeah, had an attic and anytime I had to go up there, the initial moment of just putting the head up. It's terrifying. terrifying. Oh yeah, to see yeah. what you could see rather than someone hurting your head. But like kicking it like a football. Either of those things, not good. Yeah. Do you remember the, or like, a bat. the weird attic? I definitely told you guys. You remember the attic in the when we moved into the another house and there was an attic in that house, like a big one with a skylight. And the previous owner was a doctor. And he had built a huge railway, model railway into the eaves. Wow. And he had loads of medical uh, books up there. And I used to get fed into them. Mm, can imagine. Very frightening. Part of what happened child. to you. It could have been. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, Brill, I love that story. The Denver Spider-Man. Yes. Thank you for telling it to There's us. Many you told it very well. like this, guys, that you mu- I must bring back to you if you like that one. Do you? If you like the hiding in the walls element. Um, I mean, like wouldn't be the word. Enjoy? Intrigued by. Intrigued. Yeah. Gives me a sicky feeling. It's all Down my arms. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like someone told us a story. We've told another one like this. Yeah, did someone tell us one in a live of someone who was hiding out? Perhaps. Somewhere in their, their, anyway. And like the movement of shit and then you go to the fridge and you're like, Jeez, I just bought that milk yesterday. Yeah. And someone had been suckling out of it Mm. during the evening time. Little did you know. Little tiny chicken. Backwashing with its cloaker. Cloaker kiss. Kissing the top. Anyway, that's the story. So, just to take us home, 
A man drowned himself in an Australian lake using a concrete block with his wife's head inside. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's big vibes. Big vibes only happened. Uh, it did. It happened a while ago in 2016. Police found a couple in Tronsey, a 72-year-old man and his 71-year-old wife from Germany. So he strangled and dismembered her, encased her head in concrete and then used the concrete block to drown himself in an Australian lake. It's real ball and chain. So it's a murder-suicide, but yeah. like creatively, necessarily extra kind of crafting involved. Yeah. yeah. Very weird, isn't it? So corpse and the bag were re- recovered by the police divers from the waters of Tronsey, which I think is in, is it a lake? Or is it the sea? Never mind. Who knows? Anyway, we don't know. Isn't that sad? And that's the end of that story. Very sad. <laughs> Straight to the bottom with them. Yeah. Do Why you want a that? very quick, we we might keep this Creep of the Week for the Hive, but another very quick Creep of the Week that we missed, a lot of people sent on this week was an electrician who worked for the NHS has been revealed as one of Britain's most oh God, worst sex of offenders it's, after he murdered two women and spent decades no. having sex with corpses. We're going to talk about that in the Hive. Okay. We'll take it over there. What a teaser. Okay, oh. thank you for listening. If you want to sign up for the patron, which you absolutely should, um, we're about to get into a meaty hive now that will only be available should if you sign up, which you should. Why not? You should do that. <laughs> Why the hell not? We're one of the cheapest patrons going and people have said it's the best. They have. And where are you? There. Deliver your closing, Jen. That one. Me? <laughs> Jen, down your camera. It's the people love it. Come into the hot ho- patron. What are you waiting for? Patron, you. But how this this is the people I'm talking to are the patrons. No. Oh yes. Sorry, you're here oh, already. Uh, thank I'll you. See guys. you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>